When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ah, Beautiful people. Welcome back, or welcome, rather, to the very first ever response video (laughs) for Who Can Relate. Uh, Last week's episode was received. Received. Uh, Some was well. A lot was well. And some came with a lot of opinions and a lot of other perspectives that I at least personally did not even think about. So, honey, welcome back. <laughs> Been rolling for a while now. Um, we just wanted to come back on and try to not clear up things, but just to further explain. And especially now in hindsight that we've understood, again, at least me personally, a lot more that I should have in the moment of our episode. But before we really get into this, I owe you, honey, an apology. A couple apologies, along with a lot of the audience as well. I preach all the time on listening to understand as opposed to listening to reply. And in that episode, I realized in the hours of editing and watching it after I was done, I was very stuck on listening to reply. I did a terrible job of listening to understand I did a terrible job of letting you work through your articulation and all that you were trying to say. I did a terrible job of being open-minded to your concept of unconditional love. And for that, I apologize. I was wrong. I was in the wrong. I'm human. I make mistakes, <laughs> you know, but, but I also, you know, take accountability uh, when, it's, when it's necessary. Also, one thing to two things to make clear one is that episode was solely for the purpose of having a conversation Mm -hmm. i understand it was redundant at times very redundant at times but in the moment it's hard to really see that you know because we're so passionate about getting everything out um in hindsight you saw you know the last version of it uh so it's it's a little difficult the other thing um that i actually wrote down i just want to say is for me Every single episode, it's not about putting out the best episode possible. Mm-hmm. It's about using my discernment when I miss and when I need to learn in a moment and be more mm-hmm. open-minded. And this was an episode I missed, personally. As, as a host, as a creator, I missed. And again, for that, I, I'm sorry to you, first and foremost. <laughs> and I'm sorry to all of you if I disappointed you or let you down. Um, I messed up. I think it definitely, like you said, it was supposed to be a conversation and it did feel very debatable between the sides. And um, 
I think there was a part where I felt like I was trying to defend my definition behind love. Yeah. And I, and because that wasn't what I expected, I had a hard time even like articulating my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I had all these thoughts of like how I can explain it, but I'm like, how do you explain it when you're speaking almost a foreign language to someone? You know, it's like, I felt like there was a language barrier happening and um, yeah. it just made it difficult on, on top of the fact that I am not easily comfortable in front of the camera. As you could say, see through my body language, I'm like not always open to the camera and that's because I'm not comfortable at all. So yeah, and, and um, you're not familiar with it at all. No. So having to articulate such private emotional thoughts, not just in front of like, obviously I'm able to do that with you behind closed doors and, and, and other people, but on camera, knowing that thousands of people are going to watch is like there, it almost, it's like, there's a block that happens in my, in my mind and in my thoughts where the, the, you know, the words get translated into like coming out. It's like, there's a block that happens where I almost like go blank and I can't even quickly grab the words that I'm, the thoughts that I'm forming or I don't don't know how to explain that, but I just can't. Yeah. yeah, I I honestly like, I, I mean, even growing up, like I was never a public speaker. Like I would have panic attacks when I knew that I had to stand up in front of a class and speak to an audience. So this is like anybody who knows me in my personal life knows that this is completely out of my comfort zone, not on just like me exposing my private thoughts and like my private life. But then doing it in front of cam- a camera, yeah. on camera, in front of thousands of people is just like really hard for me. And it was 102 degrees the day we filmed that episode. Yeah. So we were all extremely uncomfortable. I don't think we were all at our optimal state. You know, we, we were all mm-hmm. struggling. But you were amazing in that episode. I'm going to start with that. And the reason why is because you, I actually think, and, and I know a lot of people did too, you articulated yourself so well, believe it or not. Believe it or not. I mean, you really did because even editing, I was like, ooh, she's right in this. And I, why couldn't I see that in that moment? You know, like at the end of the day, and one thing I wrote down that someone said, which is relationships are conditional, but love isn't. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Didn't seem like that last week, but I, I agree with that. And you're right. Like you were speaking a foreign language to me. You were speaking a foreign language at times to Jared. Um, you know, Jared and I think we're on a really good wave because of, we have the same reference point. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, your trauma from childhood molds and shapes your expectations for life. It molds and shapes what you receive, what you give, et cetera. And so for us, not receiving unconditional love enough altered my relationship with unconditional love. Mm -hmm. You know, it was extremely conditioned. And like I was saying, the episode for you, it, you didn't really have to worry about that. No, I feel like my entire life I've been filled with unconditional love. Yeah. And that is all like, I know in the best ways. Yeah. And lucky you, you know, like I said, because it wasn't the same for me. So, you know, I think that's why I was so stubborn in that moment, you know, like, but you don't get it kind of thing. But it's like, it's, it's not even really for you to get, I mm-hmm. guess. So, um, yeah, you, you were speaking a foreign language. And, um, you know, again, I, I just, 
I, I wrote down some, we're unprepared. We're prepared today. <laughs> okay. I wrote, wrote down a couple more moments where I missed. Um, again, as I said, I need to be more open to things that are foreign to me, as you said. Um, I need to respect others' perspectives, opinions, and feelings a lot better and with a, um, a more loving space. Um, I didn't have patience in that episode, too. You know, I was so stuck on, like, you need to understand this kind of thing. Um, and again, as I said, I was listening to replies as to um, to understand. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm serious. I mean, it's not that I necessarily need a script to, to say that. I just wanted yeah. to make sure I didn't miss anything because... Um, I really learned a lot from mm-hmm. that episode, um, not just from the unconditional love topic, but just in general, like I learned a lot and we, we did a hike the other day and, you know, again, after more time and passed it, since this episode, I had a lot more time to think and, um, you had a hard time, I think with me in the episode, as you shared off camera that here I am someone who doesn't trust marriage. Mm-hmm who doesn't believe in unconditional love. You know, a lot of people notice that's very opposite mm-hmm. <laughs> of, of you. And in thinking about it more and again, as I'll share with everyone now, what we talked about in that hike, I realized that, yes, I don't necessarily trust marriage because of what I've seen and been exposed to. I don't necessarily believe in unconditional love because of what I've experienced, what I was exposed to. However, if I'm going to try, because I am, and I'm mm-hmm. open to trying, to experience and accept and give unconditional love and believe and trust in marriage, it is going to be with you. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. And I'm so appreciative of your ability to love the way that you do freely, mm-hmm. to trust things better than I can that we've never seen before. And I'm so thankful that I have someone I can lean on and delegate to at times to show me the way. Mm-hmm. At times, I'm, I'm going to have to lean on you because I don't have all the answers and I don't want to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to create something together that we've never seen before. And so um, I didn't do a good job of that last week of explaining that or expressing that. But make no mistake about it, I wholeheartedly trust you in whatever way shape or form you see this love and an unconditional and marriage and etc we're trying to create wherever you see it going I'm with it thank you I appreciate that so much yeah I mean at the end of the day we're not always going to agree on everything and that's okay but it's it's a better way to receive and to be open more open-minded a little bit more and and Mm -hmm. I I realized that um okay so there were Quite a few mind-blowing, eye-opening comments on this episode, and I, I actually have three that I really want to spotlight. Um, this one's from Monica Renee. Unconditional love is not something we give to one another. It's something that we surrender to. It's not an ability or skill humans can contain or produce. But as we become more acquainted with the force and field... And yield. Oh, right. But as we become more acquainted with this force and yield to its effect in our own lives, it informs and enables us to love others more authentically and unselfishly. 100% agree. I, when I read that, and there were like a ton of likes on that comment, it really put a lot Mm -hmm. of things in perspective. I mean, talk about (laughs) beautifully said, it's, um, 
It was incredible. What I took away from that was the part of being more um, acquainted with the force and yield, more importantly, that's the main word, um, to its effect on our own lives. It allows us to be able to love more authentically and unselfishly because that's another thing that I've been accustomed to is loving in a selfish way. You know, as, mm-hmm. as we kind of went over on the episode, like love to me is more of an action, you know, and it's something that I'm trying to rewire, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, it is also an action. There's action yeah. forms that come from love. But I also feel like it's it's a deep feeling. Yeah. And and I need to get more acquainted and acclimated with the f- deeper feeling part, mm-hmm. you know, because for me, it's kind of just stops with the action, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, something I wrote down that I looked up to when I was like trying to just like really dissect my feelings and have better understanding behind them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I read something where it said unconditional love holds a feeling of acceptance and safety. People who experience unconditional love feel secure in their relationship and feel comfort in knowing that even if they struggle or misstep, they will always have a safe place to fall back on for support. And that that resonated with me because I always felt that from my mom. Yeah. And so growing up, I was filled with that. So that's all I know how to give. Yeah. And, and I'm the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And here we are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> t- together. So it's... um. You know, there's going to be ups and downs, and, and it's just a matter of working through it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people translate unconditional love with with just unconditional tolerance. Yeah. And I think one of the comments... Um, Martha. Yeah. Shout out to Martha. She had said something like that where she's, it, I think verbatim said, unconditional love does not equate to unconditional tolerance. And I think that's... That's true because I feel like, and I was saying in the episode, I don't, I don't, by me saying I'm going to always love you or I'm going to have unconditional love for you, it does not mean that I'm always going to stay in the relationship because I separate the two. I don't, I'm not, I'm not in a binding contract because I'm unconditionally choosing to love you. And that's, that's something that I saw heavily in the comments of, I love that Shay separated the love and the relationship part. You know, and that's where I guess like I had a hard time with. You I know? think there was a disconnect for both you and Jared yeah. on that because yeah. I think you like Jared was saying something about how love is showing up and it's like an action form. So if somebody disrespects him or crosses the boundaries he has set place or the conditions he mm-hmm. you know put forth, that he's no longer going to show up for that person. But for me, I don't feel like love is only just showing up because I think like a perfect example is if you have a family member that's going through a rough time just because I'm not, you know, opening my door to that family member because of whatever issue doesn't mean that I've lost complete love for them. Yeah. But there was another comment that I'd like to read. Um, I cannot pronounce the name. So I don't want to butcher it at all. Uh, Initials are KS. they had your back and they said, I think Shay is trying to say, you can love someone, but should they breach boundaries, a major breach, then you can restrict access to your love, but still love them. You just no longer actualize that love through actions and closeness, but the love never goes away. So well said. I know that's what you were trying to say. I had such a hard time hearing that, um, you know, back to Martha for a second too. She also commented how um, I seem to be more focused on like the fear and the anxiety and the trepidations of love 
Whereas you kind of just almost maybe naturally, once you get past a certain point, love freely. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if there's any point in time where I have considered myself loving freely to another person, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm so fearful mm-hmm. of getting hurt and being left and abandoned, et cetera. But um, again, just, just a great comment. I think too, to kind of, um, that reminds me of another thing that I wanted to touch on um, as far as like, I think I remember Shannon, Shan saying that if you give out this unconditional love, like what makes it so special for yeah. JD to have? Mm-hmm. And I, I want, I didn't say this then because I just had a really hard time <laughs> processing and articulating and all the above and I was hot and hungry. And, <laughs> um, but I wanted to say that I actually don't get to that level easily. And it took me a long time with him. Um, And there's truly only two people in my life that I got to that level with in a form of a romantic relationship. So I was always very selective because I knew that what that meant to me. Mm -hmm. And um, so it is special. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, being one of those people who's on the receiving end, it is extremely special. So special, in fact, that I decided to take the leap and and full on commit in marriage and and spend the rest of my life with you because of the space and love that you created for me. That is something I've never, ever felt before. And I do, and I still feel like there's so many more levels to it, you know, through yeah. like history or time or experience. It's like, um, it just builds more and more. And I think that, I mean, we're barely breaking ground with four years. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Cause I'm, it made me think about, there was a time where we, I, I called you, I thought I was calling you out on a statement that you said, which was, I remember you telling me my love gets better with time. Mm-hmm. And there was, uh, expectations that I had created based off mm-hmm. that statement. And when I thought the time should be, um, I didn't really receive what I thought I was going to receive. And I remember saying like, I thought you said your love gets better with time and I don't really mm-hmm. feel that. Um, and I remember thinking like now in hindsight, that's how fearful I was. You know, it's almost like I talked about how, and we can talk about this cause it was tough for a lot of people to hear when I said, I only give unconditional love to my dog and our dog and my daughter. And the reason why I'm able to give that so freely is because it's, it's essentially a guarantee. Mm-hmm. And I realized that in order for me to give freely, there needs to be some type of guarantee, but there doesn't, mm-hmm. it, that, that doesn't need to be the case all the time, especially when it comes to a union and a partnership, which is what we have. And it's something I'm learning, struggling with, mm-hmm. but still learning. And still but I to think it. too, I understand more why you said that at the, that time, because your definition of love is more actionable. Yeah. And, and let's say if you relate love to like me cooking for you, me doing this for mm-hmm. you, me doing that for you. And for me, it's like my, my definition of love is also deeper beyond the action part of it. And it's like a level of understanding I offer you and a level of compassion I offer you. And it's like stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that because of my love, we've gotten through a lot of hard stuff and I was able to understand things that most people were not, would not have been able to understand and have compassion for. And that came from my love. Yeah. Which thank God it did (laughs) because, and, and again, it's a testament of, my ability to get to a place to open up because this is all new as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it just happens to be in front of thousands of people, but it wasn't always like this. I was very Mm -hmm. closed off. I would give you a bunch of surface stuff, but deep down you weren't going to get anything. 
And I think, I mean, like to truly love somebody, you have to really love all parts of them, not just who yeah. they are today. You have to love who who they were as a child, who who they are now, like all of their, you know, we're, we're human, we're bound to make so many mistakes. So it's like, although I have boundaries in place for certain things that I, you know, have for myself, like I'm, I still offer a level of forgiveness and understanding based on who you are today and based on your upbringing as a child. Yeah. There was another question posed. I, I, I can't pronounce the name. The initials are KM. Actually, honey, I'll let you read this so I can, so I can answer it. So this person wants to know, how will you ever know that you have come to terms with your abandonment issues if you don't put yourself out there for Shay? How will you know how Shay will perceive something if you don't ask? I understand that if you are someone dealing with certain issues, some things become triggering and they might even make you regret ever going all in for someone. But I think it's important that in whatever journey you take to better yourself, the thing that thing should be about yourself. Because if you do it for other people, once they disappoint you or act a way that might trigger you or you did not like, you will regret ever going on that journey or going all out for the person in the first place. Yeah. And I think it's important if you are in a relationship to understand that people won't always show up how you expect them to show up for certain fragile parts of ourselves. And that does not mean that they don't love you anymore. That's why when you don't like how your partner talks or acts, you voice it out so that no assumptions are made about how anything is going to be perceived. First of all, I love how people are really like going, you know, and taking the time to really extend their their selves and their yeah. their own side of and ways of thinking and you yeah. know the community is, yeah. <laughs> is special for sure and when I read that I responded to this person and I I said I would respond here um I I felt uh exposed <laughs> I, I felt like you know I I had to um show up for an accountability partner, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really, you know, kind of like, okay, well, when are you going to take off the training wheels? And as I said in the episode, you know, and you were like, don't you just want to lead with love first and not fear? And I'm like, I hear you. <laughs> yes, 100% I want <laughs> I know that. to. I was just going to say that's actually where I was going with that. Yeah, but it is for me personally easier said than done. You know, mm-hmm. it is something that because of triggers, because of past, um, you know, as, as they explained, you know, dealing with certain things can be triggering uh, with certain sensitive issues. It's, it's all of that, you know? So um, I am mindful of it. I'm aware of it. I, I accept it, but I'm trying now to apply mm-hmm. um, the necessary things in order to heal from this, you know, but, but to their point, um, I'm as soon as possible. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, and this is, this is an opportunity, you know, on our hike was a conversation in, in that direction um, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to, I hate to say experiment, but I'm going to try to experiment. <laughs> I can't think of another mm-hmm. word, um, with you, with loving freely, with accepting love, um, knowing that there's different ways you can give love, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, um, and receive it. So yeah, I, for sure I'm trying. It's, it's not that I'm not, it's just, um, easier in, in the hindsight moments than, than in those moments of, you know, an opportunity where instead of shutting down and closing off, opening up and letting you in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's, uh, 
you know, I, I, I shared this with you one time and I said, when it comes to loving and affection and all this stuff, it's like an internal war in my head, mm-hmm. in my heart, because I, I struggle with it. Mm-hmm. I, I truly do. I struggle with it. And it's not fair to you. It's not fair to my daughter. Um, it's not going to be fair to our future kids. It's something that I really need to work on. You know, mm-hmm. but again, it's just back to me leaning and, and hoping that you'll guide the ship mm-hmm. in this particular department because I, I don't have the answers for it. I really see the most pure love come from you is with our dog Chicago. <laughs> like <laughs> That is like a yeah. fact and a true story, but um, that is how it feels to love so freely. Yeah. Um, that is what I feel when I love you. And I can't even imagine how good that feels from a human to a human. Um, and I strive to get to that point. You know, one thing I realized with our dog is that I think it's an important piece of context. Mm-hmm. I never had a break with him. Mm-hmm. So the love started and is still going. Mm-hmm. You know, the love with my daughter started, had a gap because I, I split up with her mom and there's a lot of turmoil during, you know, those early years. Um, and so that comfortability level was tampered with often, mm-hmm. you know, but with our dog, it's, it's never been tampered. It's, there's never been a gap. It's always been consistent. So therefore I'm always able to give freely, you know, mm-hmm. and with you, although there's never been a gap, there's been a lot of times of conflict. There's been a lot of times of, um, but that's not, a, not knowing kind of yeah, thing. I yeah, I feel like it's all fear that you have built in you from, yeah. you know, your past well, that, Back to the triggers. And, yeah. Yeah. And sensitive moments. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, what was the... the last sorry. One. No, the first one. It's where it's... Um, where she says it's love is not something we give to one another. It's something that we surrender to. It's yeah. it's not an ability or, or skill human can obtain or produce. I feel that it's in you, you know, and if you, if you're able to just, um, like not constrict it, not, not hold it based off of fear, it's just going to pour out. And, and I think that, um, you're able to do that with our dog because there's no fear. Mm-hmm. There's no fear of rejection. There's no fear of abandonment. There's no, yeah. there's no fear with him yeah. because I even feel you constrict yourself with your daughter. Yeah. And I feel like you, it's because you have fear. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's something, um, I remember recently a couple months ago talking with my, um, long-term therapist. Uh, and I said, I, I don't understand how I can give, so freely to a stranger to audience Mm -hmm. members but with my true closest loved ones i fight back Mm -hmm. not sorry i i um it's a fight to give that you know Mm -hmm. and i kind of hold it back in ways and he said very simply put the ones closest to you can and oftentimes will hurt you the most Mm -hmm. and so that's why you're so fearful to give to those people and why you're able to give to your dog because you know that that's a guarantee and why you're able to give to audience members or strangers because even if they weren't to receive it, there's no history there. Mm-hmm. There's no connection or bond there. So it's kind of like, okay, well, whatever. I'm, I'm 
I've been fine without this whole time. But yeah. when it comes to the one closest to you, that's why I'm able to um, restrain a little bit more. Well, I'm, I'm glad we were able to do this because it, you know, didn't sit well, I think, with both of us. And again, especially me because of my um, inability to be open minded. <laughs> so um, thanks again, love, for coming on. <laughs> It's the last time for a while, actually. Um, update will be in a little bit in the next portion of this video, but um, basically decided to take a little bit of a break between season one and season two. But again, I'll explain more. Um, but in the meantime, again, um, as Shay said, you know, thank you to everyone who took the time to comment, to share your feedback, to give your perspectives. Again, I learned a lot. Um, <laughs> And hopefully won't make these same mistakes again. Uh, but I'm still going through the comments. I'll still, you know, respond to all of them. And, um, yeah. Anything else? I feel else? like sometimes mistakes are um, are purposeful. Yeah. And I, I needed. Growth. Yeah, I needed this for sure. It felt like I did. So, um, yeah, I was held in check. And I... I Graciously. But I also don't think anyone's definition is wrong. I no, mean, yeah. Um, I think we just all had different definitions. Yeah, but a lot of the ones that I saw um, in further explaining your point, um, I 100% agree with. Oh, got it. Um, you know, it's just something that, again, I... Well, thank you to those yeah. that further explained my point. Yeah, I just know I needed to um, take more time to process it all. Yeah. You know, and again, I did that in editing and then reading all this stuff, so... Um, anyways, thank you again to everyone. Stay tuned for the part two. It's going to be a lot shorter. Um, and again, just a little message from me to you. And thank you to everyone for allowing my husband this space to grow <laughs> yes. and learn. Because <laughs> you've benefited from this a lot, actually, as well. Um, I felt like we had a, a lot of women have your back in, um, a lot of different things. So I feel like you have like a little support community. Like, don't worry, you know, we got you. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Almost done here. This is now part of the show. <sighs> we part ways for a short period of time. So I've been thinking a lot coming up here towards the end of season one if I needed a break and I say needed instead of wanted because I, I don't want to but if I'm being honest with myself and honest with my energy level and honestly with how much is left in my cup to pour from your boy needs a little bit of a break <laughs> it's been a a lot and in every way shape or form in such a beautiful way and um, but nonetheless, you know, when you are the team, um, <laughs> there's no one else helping. It, it takes this toll on you, you know, and it also takes me away from other things that have helped me become and, and create the version of myself that I'm so honored and proud to give to others. You know, I've, I've been thrown off of my routine a little bit. I haven't really been reading as much. I haven't really been dissecting, you know, a podcast that I thoroughly enjoy and, and can learn from and even just conversating with others, you know, with, with my circle. So um, I, I wholeheartedly believe in the concept in the phrase of I need to be more to give more. 
And because of that, I need to be more. <laughs> and I realize I, I can't do both at the same time um, for right now. So going to take a little bit of a hiatus. It was uh, something that's been on my mind, you know, in, in, in a heavy way for a while now, a couple weeks. And uh, until I was sure I, I didn't want to announce anything. Um, but in the meantime, as I have, uh, it's so hard to say goodbye by voice to men in my head and the Michael Jackson, you're not alone song. Uh, you're not alone. And the beauty of creating this catalog that I have, albeit the 50 episodes is you can go back and listen and watch as much as you want to. And should you feel the need to speak on whatever, please, by all means, whether it's in the comments in YouTube or DMing me, which is probably the best way with a voice note. I don't do long text. I don't do novels. So send the voice note. Um, we can connect. You know, I'm not going anywhere necessarily, but uh, I'm just taking a little bit of a step back and, and a break. So don't don't shy away from reaching out. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on, too, is a moment of gratitude, a huge moment of gratitude for what has been season one. You know, I, I, I shared this story. I forgot when during this year um, about how I almost didn't release this podcast. Like the night before I was like, love, I can't do it. You know, who the hell am I to think I can help people? Who the hell am I to think I have a voice and, you know, want to share it with others? <clears throat> and Shay reminded me of my goal for this entire idea of the show, which is to help one person. And she's like, I have all the confidence in the world that you're going to help one person. I have even more that you're going to help more than one. So just release it and just try it. And each and every one of you, we have created this beautiful, incredible community that I've always said is quality and quantity. And for that, I am with all of my heart so grateful for that. Like so thankful. I, I It blows my mind the thousands of people now that are on YouTube, um, the hundreds of comments almost on every single video, the thousands of views. Like this is wild. And to think I almost didn't do it, it's, it's crazy. So, but again, that's a testament to you all. And for all the love you've shown, for all the support that you've shown, for all the times we've disagreed, <laughs> I appreciate each and every one of them because we got to learn. You know, we got to take a step out of our beliefs and our perspectives and try to be open-minded to someone else's. And God knows I did that every single week with people. And I am so grateful for it because it's really helped me grow and helped me just to be a better person all around. Um, so from, from each and every one of you learning as much as I have, thank you. Um, you know, I, I get just as much from the show as you all do. So it's, it's a beautiful thing when it's reciprocated, you know, and I really believe we've, we've created that. Uh, the other moment of gratitude that I want to express is for all of you who have decided to be a part of this community because you had a choice. You know, I've, I've never tried to be someone to force anything on anyone. I also understand that what I have to bring to the world is not going to be for everyone. So for each and every one of you have decided to take the journey and make the choice to take the journey with me, I see you. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. I appreciate you. And thank you for allowing me to be able to work through all that I have to work through in front of thousands of you, you know, and, and with 99% of you with no judgment passed, you know, with open arms, with an open mind. Um, it helped me continue to push through 
It helped me to continue to show up every single week for 50 weeks. And not in like a cheesy way, but I don't think I could have done it without you. In fact, I had this conversation with my therapist and he said, do you think if you didn't get the love and praise that you get on your podcast, you would continue it? I sat with that for so long, pregnant pause, and I said, I don't know. I really don't know. So again, that's just a testament to all of you that um, my idea was worth pursuing. And not that I necessarily needed the external validation, but damn, it feels good to have it. You know what I mean? Let's, let's all be honest. So I don't take that for granted. Another thing I, I wanted to touch on too is um, I've, I've never expressed this before to anyone um, outside of my circle, but in my past, I have been <laughs> more than likely to open up a lot of doors and not continue to walk through them. Um, it was a bad pattern and a bad trait that I used to have. And I realize now with all the work, majority of the reason why I would back out of something that I initially started was because I was afraid to fail and I was afraid to get hurt. I was, I was afraid to get exposed or embarrassed or anything along those lines. I was scared to be vulnerable. And this show, I don't care if it's 5,000 people who watch or 15,000 or a hundred thousand people. I'm so damn proud of myself for continuing to walk through this door for continuing to not give up, for continuing to show up consistently, not just for you, but for me as well. Because this is a new me. And I was able to experience this every single Tuesday that I released an episode. It's like, it was like an out-of-body experience, you know? And um, for whoever needed to hear this, if, if you are one that I used to be in the past where you open up doors and and start things and just don't end up seeing them through and quit. The feeling on the other side of accomplishment is priceless. It's, it's something that it's so hard to explain, but I just, I need you to know to continue to do it. I need you to know to not give up. I need you to believe in what you believe is actually something that can be useful to the world. It may not be for everyone, but there's enough people that it will be for and enough people that need you to continue to pursue what you've been called to do. So I just uh, had to get that off because it's, it's something that I, I need to celebrate more. I need to reward myself more with, you know, I'm, I'm uh, my biggest critic. Don't worry for the ones who think you are, I promise you I'm a bigger critic than you are. So, um, you know, I'm constantly working and working, but every now and then you got to take a step back and just celebrate. And so this is my moment, you know, to celebrate all that I've created and, and, uh, we've created and we've been a part of. And I'm just so thankful that, um, I never stopped and that I never quit. I've grown so much and I'm, and I'm just so grateful for it. And again, I'm just appreciative of the community for accepting me because you didn't have to. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Before I let you guys go, um, what's to come for season two, just a, a, a little teaser, uh, plenty of more group slash couple episodes where there's a panel on one or a couple different topics. And we kind of all share our, our individual perspectives, you know, with more of a discussion, not like a 
you need to do this thing because that's that's never the case. I want to have an open conversation. I want to have a safe space where everyone can share their opinions, their beliefs. And if you can relate to it, cool. If you can't, cool. It's okay. No one is ever wrong. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, more topics submitted by you, the audience. If you have an idea, if you have a guest that you think would be dope to have on the show, please DM me. For now, it's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and I say this with love and kindness, but no long text. <laughs> okay, like preferably send a voice note. That's like the easiest way for me to get back to you. And if you've, if we've exchanged voice notes in the past, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I get back to you right away. Um, merch is on the way. Uh, I'm in the lab as we speak. I have some cool ideas for some gems, for some sayings. Uh, you know, vulnerability will be in there. You know, you repeat what you don't repair. That'll be in there too. And, and so much more. So look out for that. Uh, website is complete. I just have to launch it. And I'm also working on creating a, um, a daily journal. So calendar goals, um, gratitude, thoughts, etc. Um, it's, it's something that I realized that, you know, when I, I thought I asked myself one time, what is something in my arsenal that I do every day that I don't know if I could be the person I am without it? And that was my daily journal. So I'd love to create something customized, personalized, etc. for each and every one of you that can hopefully help you along your journey as well. So I'm looking forward to that when that comes out. Oh, and then more uh, filming on location. I'll be doing some traveling during this hiatus and I will be creating content along the way, Shay included. And I'm looking forward to uh, where we're going. I'm looking forward to exploring that culture and that those traditions and those beautiful people. Um, I've been three times before to be Shay's first time. I have some some really good people down there. Um, that'll take care of us. And I'm looking forward to bringing that to each and every one of you. Also, uh, my consultations are for sure always going to be open one-on-one or couples. Um, I'll leave the link below, but it's via Zoom. Again, just you and I. And um, I'm also working on creating a, a like a boot camp, for lack of a better word, consultation situation where if you can't afford the rate one-on-one, no worries. You can pay a way smaller fee if you're cool with 20 or 30 people on the Zoom call. You know, we tackle a couple of different topics that you can relate to. Um, I'm going to work on that, too, and create that for each and every one of you. Because I just want I want to make sure that no one is left out or no one's left behind, depending on your financial circumstance. Like, we'll figure it out. So, <clears throat> no more rambling. This is harder than I thought. But again... A little bit of a break. Didn't kill anyone. Didn't hurt anyone. This is not a goodbye. This is a see you later. Um, So from now until then, I'm wishing you all love and light, positive energy, an abundance mindset of growth, of health, of wealth. Stick to the plan. Remember why you started. Listen to your gut and your intuition. Use your discernment. Be intentional with anything that you do in life especially when it involves you involving yourself into something. And just know you're not alone. (laughs) Know you're not alone at the end of the day. So I'm looking forward to season two, looking forward to seeing and speaking and just exchanging with each and every one of you. Now until then, with all of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. Season one was way more than I could have ever expected and imagined i'm so proud of of what's been created and i i just again i feel like we're just getting started 
So from now until then, love and light. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.